All right, drinking with the jackets fans. We are back and live, and as you can hear, opening up some beers already. This is a special episode. I'm sitting here, you know me, the Memphis Magi, sitting with Wasty Randolph, uh, with a very special guest, Nick Penley. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Uh, glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, as uh, let's see, I'm got to start this timer too. Uh, there it is, seven oh four. As we start our podcast off, we always talk about what beers we're drinking. So, uh, what do you have on deck there, Nick? Well, right now I'm drinking a uh, a Juice Force Voodoo Ranger Ooh. and a six pack of Stellas next to me as well. Yeah, and we. <laughs> And to preface this, actually, we'll go into how we uh, set this up later. But uh, that's that's a hefty beer, Nick. That's uh, it's very respectable. Chase, I'm gonna as- assume I know what you're drinking, which is gonna be some Mick Ultras. Well, I have some Ultras in the cooler, but I've also I'm gonna start it off with some Nooners. Oh, Noonie! <laughs> clearing out the fridge. Oh man, curveball! I am kind of cleaning out the fridge too. I've got my local beer sponsor, uh, Georgia Tech alum Ryan Mathis, brews weird shit. This one's called Nelson's Galaxy. We're just living in it. Hazy New England IPA made with Nelson salt. I don't know what the hell that is, Ryan. Whatever. And Galaxy Hops. Very hoppy. He said it's 7%, so I may be boned. (laughs) Did he give you six of those? Yeah, me a whole six pack of this. Oh wow, you're in for a day. Yeah. Oh, it's very. It's like a fruit. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. All right. Well, yeah, we're in the podcast already. Um, want to introduce Nick for the viewers who don't know, um, and the listeners who don't. Um, Nick is an offensive lineman. Was an offensive lineman. Great individual uh, who played uh, for the Jackets. And so, uh, you know, to set up this podcast, I kind of just saw saw him bumble around on Instagram. Uh, and I was like, why not? Hey, Nick, do you want to hop on the pod and crush six beers and talk about weird football shit? He's like, hell yeah. So that's how oh, cool. we got connected. <laughs> slid in the DMs. <laughs> slid in the DMs. That's weird. Don't tell my wife that. Um, <laughs> so Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your journey from, you know, all the way from Starkville, all the way to, uh, Atlanta and, and, you know, what do you got planned next? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I'm, you know, raised in uh, Canton, Georgia. It's a uh, 45 minutes, about 45 minutes to an hour North of Atlanta, you know, went to high school out there. Uh, but I, I tell people I'm from Vidalia, which is <laughs> deep South Georgia. No way. Are you shitting me, dude? Hold on. I was born there. Yeah, my mom's born there. Uh, no, Onion Festival. No, time out. No, 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 no. <laughs> really. I lived there for four years. I tell people I'm from Vidalia all the time. And then um, like a huge portion of our listeners from from Vidalia. Yeah, I've been to the Onion yeah. Festival. Like, I mean, we're serious. 100% yeah, serious. I, the the twirl, I, I got some cousins who are like doing the twirling competitions and stuff. Like they take it serious. What's your cousin's last name? No, now, now we're getting weird. This is some South Georgia shit. Man, there's a whole bunch of them, but uh, most of them are Woods, Roberts, or Morris's. Mostly Roberts. Roberts. Mm. I may know some Roberts. Okay. 
they're kind of all scattered out there through Lowndes County and gotcha. all around there. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, right, you can keep going. I'm sorry. That was that was a weird random. <laughs> no, you're fine. Crazy small world, man. Small world. Yeah, small world. Yeah, but uh, so I went to high school at Creekview, uh, again in Canton, kind of kind of middle of nowhere when I was there, but now it's starting to be some be something turned like a small Alpharetta, Marietta type place. Uh, went to Mississippi State, but Mississippi State out of high school uh, with um with that old staff, and then. They got fired, and then was Leach, and then uh, transferred to Tech with Collins, and then uh, you know retired from football. So yeah, now we're here on the docket. We're uh, trying to become a, a chiropractor. I think Doctor Penley sounds pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> the first doctor in the family. Hopefully, if I get to if I get to do it, I'm going to do it. But uh, that's kind of what we're doing now. So, dude, very cool. Yeah. So, I, Wasty, awesome. I think you got the next one. Yeah, well, what was what was it like playing for Coach Leach? I know uh, R.I.P. Coach Leach, um, but what, what was what was it like playing for the legend himself? Man, yeah, R.I.P. guy, but crazy. That dude is crazy, crazy as it comes. I mean, I remember like uh, Coach Joe Moorhead was the the guy who recruited me. He got fired over some. Uh, honestly over some politics yeah and underperforming but mainly i think mainly politics because i I love jomo jomo's the guy but um leach comes in and you know he wants to meet you know his people so i get a phone call from one of the new people and she's like oh coach leach wants to meet you so i go in his office and he's like 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 (laughs) i don't even know how to do his impression but he's like Asked me, uh, he's like, where are you from? I said, Canton, Georgia. Because I didn't want to explain the whole, you know, Vidalia Canton thing. So. Because oh, that's where snakeholder churches are. Do you take me to one? I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, snakeholder churches? You, you want to come? I don't know any, but we could probably find some. Not too far around. But, uh, yeah, man, man was crazy for sure. But one of the most, uh, like, intelligent people I've ever had the pleasure of interacting and talking to for sure. Oh wow! How was uh? I'm oh, sorry. No, you go ahead, man. Yeah, you wrap that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he's um. It's like you ever meet you, you meet select people in your life who just have a wealth of knowledge about absolutely everything. He can tell you anything about everything. Like he he sat down and explained to me for 45 minutes the differences in in like sharks with uh like dorsal fins and like, I don't even know what else, but dude is just such a, such a weird, but like intelligent man. Damn. How, how intense were her practice? Like y'all's practices at Mississippi state, like comparatively, like, you know, there's that, I don't bring this up too much, but you know, uh, what was his face? Craig, Craig James or whatever. That's what it was. At uh, his son was at Texas tech and they had all that whole issue with him at, uh, accusing Leach of putting him in a box or some crap, but I, I, that always seemed like some far-fetched story, and that kind of got, you know, forgotten about. Yeah, he explained it to us, and it definitely was kind of far-fetched from, you know, I, I, I don't know the other guy's story, but right. from what Leach was telling us, and I, I believed him, it, it was bad circumstances for everybody, but he didn't deserve to lose his job and everything over 
what he did because he didn't really do anything. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like an ESPN guy just irritated his son wasn't getting enough time or something. Yeah, it was a it was a guy faking a concussion is what he said. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But you know, yeah, yeah, both sides. But, uh, yeah, there's got to be both sides. Yeah, you, you don't really know. But, but uh, practices practices uh, were so much different than Moorhead. Mm. Moorhead's practices were real, str- like short and streamlined. Like I was rolling with the twos when I was there with Moorhead, and uh, it was like I was getting maybe I don't know eighteen reps of actual football like a day against scouts. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too crazy. It was more about mental prepare, like m- being mentally prepared. But with Leach, it was you will suffer. So hard <laughs> Monday <laughs> through Friday that Saturdays are easy, and uh, I think that I think that is super prevalent, especially when you look at when we beat LSU first game of the season after at LSU after they won the national championship. Oh, oh man, that was crazy. That was unbelievable. But I, I think uh, I think it's really sad that he's gone and he can't do more with Mississippi State than what he did. I think yeah. they could have done extremely special. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. And like, I remember when he came. You know, Memphis is only like maybe what hour and a half, two hours away. So there's big board billboards, you know, promoting Leach and all that stuff. So it was kind of cool. Um, but you know that that's cool insight, and that's how how did that compare? I guess practice wise with with uh, what are we calling him now, uh, Coach? Jeff Collins three was that CGC three or whatever? <laughs> it's a little hashtag. Yeah, GC GC five man. GC five. That's what it was. You know, I got I got nothing bad to say about anybody. Yeah, I never had anything bad to say anybody. But um, it was kind of the thing where it's it's a lot of these coaches come in and and you know football's a copycat sport, right? And what's the best college football program? Alabama. Man. Yeah. So let's copy Alabama's practice. You know, that's what Joe Moorhead did. That's what Collins did. And, you know, I hate to say it, but we don't have the people Alabama has. Right. Only yeah. Alabama has the people Alabama has. Only them and then Georgia and then sometimes Clemson. Yeah. So you can't practice like them. That's why I am so high on uh, Key being there. Key mm. knows – what to do and that guy I, that guy i think is going to be like the future of georgia tech sports georgia tech football mm. yeah awesome, awesome to hear that i mean that, that's obviously what we want to hear uh, <laughs> and, and especially i mean yeah. you know your position was offensive line and that's what you know coach key did so we we're really looking forward to that insight to see yeah. what your thoughts are but yeah just it just seems like i mean this guy just like lives and breathes football, and it seems like he gets the big picture. Like he, yeah. he knows what he should be doing with the staff, and like yeah. he's not—he's not doing anything for show. Uh, I think he's gonna have some growing pains based on like what I've seen in the media. I think he's gonna have to learn how to like talk to the media a little bit. But um, that's that's awesome to hear that you you think he's gonna be a good fit. Yeah, yeah, I think he's the man. I mean, y'all saw—I uh, heard this in your the previous podcast y'all did, but I mean, y'all saw the team's reaction to when he got announced to be the head coach. Yeah. Like, everyone 
that I'm friends with, everyone that I know who plays or played, are so happy that Key's the guy. Because everyone thought Key was the guy with Collins, to be honest. Like, mm. like I think uh I think, yeah, he's gonna have some growing pains in talking to the media, but I think that's like the political bullshit of football, man. Like football's about football between the hedges, like that's that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah I, like, I agree. Talking about Ken Segura doesn't matter. <laughs> does what I say does what I say to the media really affect my record? No, it doesn't. It Hell does no. not affect it at all. Yeah, and at the end of the day, people only care about the media when you're losing and they right. want to make sure you're saying things that are gonna produce wins. So I mean, yeah, it, it media media only matters when you're when you're losing. Yeah, yeah, that's on. We're just looking for sound bites. I swear to God, that's all it is. Is just let me ask seventeen targeted questions so I can get a forward response I can put on that article. You know. Uh, well, I hate to say it. It's it's a positive and negative about college football. College football is the shit because you know guys like us on the couch that you know I played in middle school. Wow, I played in high school. <laughs> you know, like you know we. But, you know, you've got all these old alum that did play, too. And then, you know, y'all, after you graduate and you go on, you know, you've got a connection to the place, too. Y'all want your program to do well. And media makes money off of us reacting one way or the other, right? And that's that's the whole thing. Um, But, you know, I, I'm okay with – I can give a rat's ass about the media. I, th- I think one of the cool things he did say when he got the job, or, or at least when he took over the interim part was – you know, he talked about the practice load, but then he also talked about like, hey, you know, these guys got finals week coming up or or, or I think it was around. Uh, oh, yeah, it was around fall break or something like, you know, these guys are grinding. And, you know, a lot of these listeners, they remember going to tech. Y'all are students just like us, like Chase and me had uh, we had Justin Thomas in our I forgot what Debbie Phillips class that was. We had a bunch of athletes and, you know, we were basketball managers, too. Like y'all take y'all take management. Y'all take, you know, there's engineers, there's also, you know, stack guys. But, you know, for the most part, everyone's going through a tough program yeah. academically, too. It's not like some bullshit. So, I mean, that was cool to see, too. And I think I think tech fans kind of, hey, you know, this dude gets it. Like, you know, these guys are real and, and he's not bullshitting us on these damn um, press press releases. And, you know, after the after the game, he's being real. So I think that's what people wanted. Yeah, I think uh, it is it, is is good that you say that because key is that's why I think it's so important to have a coaching staff at least have one or two alma mater guys. Yeah, you know how it works, you know. Yeah, especially especially at Georgia Tech, that I think that matters so much because he knows, like you said, he knows exactly what's going on. And what's going on. Another speaking one. of what's going on is we need to be on beer number two. So another one, another one. <laughs> no, that's good insight, man. That's cool. Um, <laughs> so this is number two, by the way. <laughs> hey, you're good, dude. This is just for our audience to keep up. We have like uh, we have a few subscribers that like you know chip in and stuff, and I know. He'll text me, uh, another tech guy, Ryan, who's my old roommate. He'll text me, he goes, I've got my cooler. I'm ready to go after, after yeah. we drop it. So they're like, they're ready to drink along, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah. 
So this is when we ask like all of our listeners or guests at least. Um, so best tech sports memory, worst tech sports memory. And to give you, you're going to laugh so hard. I think uh, like to give you reference, I think my best uh, tech memory wasn't the Clemson one. I can't remember what game it was. I think it was me and Calvin Johnson or something when I was a manager under the tunnel or some bullshit. And then me and Chase had the same one. You're going to laugh. It was that uh, NIU game. He almost got divorced after that NIU game. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. I'm not going to lie. That's my best and worst stories, both NIU. That's, oh, no. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, which was let's, – let's hear about best and worst from that game. Yeah, man. Well, I'll give you I'll give you my bet. This is my favorite. Like I I've got I've got three when people ask me like what were your favorite memories from college football? I have I've got three stories to tell. My favorite one, which is NIU, was my first start ever. Hell yeah. And you gotta think about it. When I was transferring, it was in the middle of COVID, yeah. right? So my first day on campus was my first day as a damn yellow jacket, right? So I, I'd never been to a tech game. My entire life, never been to one. So I'm going and I, I'm, I'm sitting there. And I, I got, I got, you know, I worked my ass off and I started that first game against NIU. And I don't know about the third quarter light show, right? I don't know about that. I'm standing on the field and that's going. I hear the crowd going crazy. And it's like all my friends that I went to high school with and the ones that I'd made in like the previous semester there. I can literally hear him behind me, like screaming. Hell yeah! And like that was just the most surreal moment ever. Like it was so cool. Like my, I remember I had goosebumps like all over my body. And then the worst happened about two quarters later. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, no man. Where we lost, uh, and I've never been so upset. Like I, I, you know, I, I think I take things in grace. You know, whether it's success or defeat, I, I try and look for the positive in it. But I was so tore up about that, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Glad to know it wasn't just me. It was yeah. – that, that was like the start of the season. It was like, okay. No, man. You know, we're, we're about to turn this thing around. And then – Yeah. Yeah. And then that game happened, and it was just like – it was a gut check. Like, I didn't even – in my mind, it was like I didn't even think that was possible. Yeah, me either, man. Me either. Yeah, I was man. like, we got the bag. We got – Jameer Gibbs is behind me. I know. Like we can't lose, dude. I know. Oh my gosh. Yep. You know. Yeah, that was that was a surreal surreal game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is, no. is, I'm I'm in anguish thinking about it right now. I'm like hurting. <laughs> I think <laughs> we we parked at Peter's parking deck. That's where we usually park, and we're walking out, and I forgot. I think Madison was gone or some shit. So I was like in the scot free, but Chase's wife was with us. And a bunch of other buddies. We finished a whole fifth of whiskey like between us passing going. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I think uh Clemson just lost to Georgia that night or some shit like that. And she came back oh, from yeah. the bar and she was she's a Clemson grad and she was living and Chase was not having. He's like, We just lost a fucking NIU. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was bad. it was bad, man. It, oh, I man. think I think that was I think truly the two things that like defined the gc5 era like regardless of whatever good he did and any good he did was uh the citadel who one of my buddies andy davis plays safety for and and i i think those are the two games that like when people look back that's what they talk about 
And it's like disappointing. It's really disappointing yeah. that that is what he left. I mean, yeah, yeah I was at that Citadel game. Uh, oh, yeah, we were. And I mean, we, we gave him a pass. I mean, everybody was like disappointed. But every everybody that I know like was like, okay, you know, just growing pains, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. NIU was just like, man, I didn't, we're past didn't see that. Didn't see that coming. Because that was yeah. year three, and it was like, you know, yeah, Jeff and 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 Jameer, and you're like, I mean, not to sound like a weirdo, because you know we're on the boards and stuff. Like, you know, you're a transfer. You were, you know, Kelly was ooly and ogling about you. So it's like, dude, we're looking good. I mean, I don't know about this Dave Peanut calling the plays, but you know, we'll be okay. Like talent wise, like it, it was a team that I mean, we every were all excited, and we, you know. <laughs> Still excited. Last season, I know we didn't get to a bowl game, but like the 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 potential shown with that same like core group of guys, even with some guys that transferred out, like you're like, yo, it's it was there, right? Like the the the, the yeah. cohesion was there, and it was just uh, I don't know, uh, you know. Of course, these are fans bitching, but we're frustrated. But everyone was frustrated, you know. I remember, yeah, it gets like that for sure. Where it's just you just want so much more. Than like you can really uh like expect. Yeah. Especially from a fan standpoint, which you know, this is my first year being a fan yeah. of college football for the last or a fan of football without being a player for the last I think 16 years. Well, I think I played 16 seasons of football. Yeah. That's a lot it's of football, like, man. It's it's different on the other side. Yeah. You just want so much more. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's honestly, you want so much for your team while you're a player and while you're a, uh, while you're a fan, but for different, for different reasons. Yeah. And I think like, you know, some of this podcast, cause we've had like Jalen and other guys on. It's like, and then, you know, my friend from, that was an NBA, you know, he's a quarterback at Syracuse. Like hopefully we try to like, bring those two things together because like at the end of the day you know y'all are people too it's just like a weird people forget like it's it's a uh, there's there's a lot of weirdos on the boards you know a lot of 40 year old jerk offs you know doing it but like you know i want my team to win and and you know a lot of times there's some cool funny stories and that's the whole whole premise of the podcast yeah 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 so so you mentioned that you played with Jameer Gibbs behind you, what was that like? I mean, I know he broke our hearts when he went to Alabama, but nobody nobody blamed him for leaving. No, no, and everyone's um, rooting for him still. But what, what, what was it like playing with the guy that's going to be playing on Sundays next year? Well, it was pretty cool. But, you know, he broke your hearts, but in high school he broke my ankles. I'll never oh, no. Because he was from Dalton. Bad. bad. <laughs> Horrible. I, I, oh, God. We, we were – Yeah. Let, let me let me tell this real quick and then I'll and then I'll answer your question. Oh, you go for it, man. We, we were uh, we were they were showing us like they showed us highlight tapes before we go to the hotel, like in the team meeting room, like with Collins, and they were showing us like high they were showing us like high school highlight tapes of some of us, and they're showing Jameer Gibbs, and Jameer Gibbs puts his foot in the ground and cuts right. And my fat ass just dove straight past him, like out of the boundary <laughs> into the sideline. And I, I'm looking right at it's Kyle, is the guy who edited. I'm looking right at Kyle, I'm like, shitting me. 
You're going to put this on the board? He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, I was so mad. I wasn't that mad, but I was I was internally my like all my ego was just just destroyed from that moment. But um <laughs> back back to back to what you asked. You can tell when you have an elite level guy with you, you you just know, you know. Elite level guys make elite level plays. And you know, getting getting to like that level of trust where you know that, you know, if I take this guy left, he's going to cut right off my ass and he's going to be gone. Once you know that you have that, it gives you so much more confidence as like mm. an offensive lineman or as just mm. a player in general to do your job. Because you know, no matter what, if you get it done, something amazing is going to happen. And that that's like, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where that guy goes. Hopefully a Falcon, you know, we need – you know, we need somebody. You know, Tyler Chase, Aguirre, Chase is a great. panther, unfortunately, which is not great. We could use a running back too. We just lost CMC. <laughs> well, I mean, we all got a what's his name? Oh, Foreman. Foreman and Chuba. Yeah, yeah, we're all in the we're on the NFC South Gibbs. losing pool. Yeah, yeah, it's been bad. Yeah, it's been real I bad. Mean, I am happy we whooped Tom Brady's ass for the first time in 11, 11 separate games. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, I mean, that's a well, I mean, that's a side tangent, but yeah, I, I like Arthur Smith. Yeah. I mean, especially with the Memphis connection and shit. You know, people around here are like, oh yeah, Smith. It'll be interesting to see like the next few years. Like, I hate to say it, like I've got a Mariota jersey from when he was with the Titans, but. That dude was not it for sure. Like, <laughs> love the guy too. He seems like a super nice guy. But you know, ugh. the NFC South, it can't get worse than than now. This is four teams like scissoring each other for who's going to yeah. be last place. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. <laughs> yeah. it, could, it could be worse, but not much. Not much worse. Yeah. Yo, so I know, like, I think, like, Cade has been on a few stuff, and, like, I know NIL kind of blew up, like, the last few, um, you know, last, really last year was the big year. But what what are your thoughts on NIL? Because I know, like, our, you know, Jordan, all them, all the offensive linemen had that Hooters little thing going, and I thought that was hilarious. And, I mean, you know, good to put the little cheddar in your back pocket if you can, you know, while you're in school. I got I got two things I got technically three things to say about it. So what one of my best friends in the entire world is Cade Kutzeratis. I lived with him. He's one of my guys. Like I, I love my dad. And uh it broke my heart when he took me to Hooters and I found out that his card for unlimited Hooters doesn't pay for beer. Really just Oh no. Oh. Yes. But still though, that's Holy awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but I think it's honestly how you look at it. I think from a, a player's perspective, it's earned and it's right. Yeah. You know, how many millions of dollars are, you know, these companies and these schools making off my time and effort? You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm getting a yes, I'm getting a full ride scholarship to Georgia Tech, and that's incredible. But in in essence, it's it's not pennies on the dollar, but it's close. It's it's how how many millions of dollars did what CBS make 
on Monday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't even know. But and those you're players put, you're putting didn't in so much anything. work, man. Like you're yeah. you're putting in so much extra work than just the student. Like you're you're waking up at four thirty five and you're going to bed like just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, like it takes relationships and like all of that stuff. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's year it's round crazy. for y'all too. Like it does doesn't stop. They're already you back. Get May. Yeah. You get eleven months a year. You're on the grind, heavy. That's, it, that's nuts. Speaking of being heavy, another one. This beer's heavy. We're on another one. Oh, is that is that three for is that two for you or is that three for you? We're on three. We're on three. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's guy. Ale in my in my Rams Rams Horn Cup. Dude, that's awesome. Crushing it. Yeah, my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, shout out Alyssa, got me this for Christmas. It's like the greatest thing ever. I feel like. Hell yeah! Shout out Alyssa. Shout out Alyssa. Uh, I need a Rams Horn. In a Rams Horn Cup, you know. Yeah. But uh, from a fan's perspective. It kind of ruins it. Mm. And and I'll give you my thought process behind this. Yeah. So, you know, five years ago, if you were to ask me, why do you watch the NFL and why do you watch college? It's I watch the NFL because it's the best of the best making millions of dollars, right? Yeah, 100%. Because they are that good at football, they deserve that much money, right? And I like college because – no one's making any money, and they're they're playing for one thing and one thing only, a national championship. That's what that's what every college player is playing for is a national championship. And now they've kind of equalized it, where you, you have Bryce Young making a million dollars before even playing a snap at Alabama. Dudes going to Ohio State when the day they graduate, signing three hundred thousand dollar NIU NIL. Uh, NIL sponsorships, like it's kind of getting to the point where it's going to be, you know, if Texas does it right, they're going to pay all their players a million dollars a year and they're going to get every five star in existence, you know, because they're the richest yeah. school on paper. Yeah, they got they've got so many boosters to to boast, like it don't matter. Yeah, and it's going to be, I think, if they don't find a way to make it make sense, where you know. Five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, they were doing it illegally. Like, I don't know, I don't know this, but I'm using this as an example, like buying Chase Young's family a house and a car and paying for his apartment all through sponsorships. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now they can do it legally. It's the Reggie Bush treatment. I mean, you had yeah, exactly. You had greasy Matt McConaughey around the 05 Texas team all the time. Like you hear that story about him. Being in every practice and all this crap, it's the same thing. Like it's just, yeah. it's just legal now. It's just legal now. And yes, it's like I know you know we're tech fans here. I hate Georgia, but um, I think a great example, yeah, a great uh, example is Todd Gurley. Yeah, he's a perfect example. It's Todd Gurley got uh, the only. I think the only reason he went in the NFL is because I think he was going to come back. But I think the only reason he went in the NFL is because he got in trouble. For selling one signed jersey to pay yeah. for rent or something. That's like, what happened to to Bebe. Yeah, happens yeah. to so many people. This is dumb as hell. It's it's, it's your own number. ACC championship because he signed a four hundred dollars sweatshirt. 
Yeah. yeah, that's another point. I would not have given that trophy back. I would have told Swafford to kiss my ass. For sure. For sure. It's just like – it's like the NCAA is, is, is such a corporation at this point that it's just committees making decisions that don't make sense because they're yeah. done by committee. I think you just need like one or two hard asses to be like, this is what goes and this is what doesn't go because it's fair. Yeah. I think, I think it's getting to a point where they're paying all these people all this money and they're re- and the people who vote on these things are like, oh, well, I get paid $300,000 a year. What happens to my salary if I allow these people to make money? And then they make NIL a thing. And now it's like, well, it's fine because we're not paying the money. It's other people paying the money. I think everyone should get like a flat rate from like, I think everyone who is scholarship or non-scholarship, if you play on the field, you get a little bit more because you're the one playing. And if you're not playing on the field, you get a little bit less because you're not playing flat rate from the school, but big enough to sustain yourself. Mm. Cause I think like, Personally, you know, when I was at Tech, I was paying, I was getting 900 bucks for rent, like 930 for rent. But that doesn't cover rent in Atlanta, though. <laughs> yeah. In Atlanta, you know, I think the cheapest rent that I've paid was a, like 1250 bucks a month. Yeah. They don't put you up in a dorm like North Ave or something? They can. They can, but. When I came in, it wasn't an option because North Ave was eat up with mold, poisoned a couple of my teammates. Like, like oh, they shit. really moved people out of North Ave because they were getting black mold poisoning. Oh wow! Yes, shit. so it was just like you know, I, to... I didn't have fans. I didn't know anyone because I was yeah. you know, transferred during COVID. The only person I knew was Hoss or Ryan Johnson. If you don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know. And I was like, I'm not going to ask a dude who I've talked to on the phone three times to move in with me or if I could move in with him. It's like, let me get a little studio because I don't know better. Yeah. And it's like 1600 bucks a month with a parking pass. And I can't <laughs> afford that. So I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I don't want to ask my folks for money. You know, some folks don't have money. Like, 100%. what do I do? Yeah. I think yeah. they just need to make it where you can live and you can live well and maybe make some extra money on the side. But I don't think anyone in college should be a millionaire. I think it ruins the integrity of it. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Like, I think you need to, you need to get at least like a portion of like, especially if they're, they're selling your Jersey, like, you know, there's tech and all these schools produce. I got the number one Jersey, you know, if it's, it's uh, you know, we got a good player, you know, when Calvin was there, they're, Printing, you know, 21 Russell Athletic jerseys left and right, right? Like, he didn't see any money for that. Like, I think he deserved, like, a portion of that. That's for sure. And, like, but but I see what you're saying. Like, I'm with you with the integrity of the sport. The sport's definitely changed a whole bunch. And, and like, shit, we saw, what's his face? Uh, Marvin Harrison's kid. I think he's supposed to rumor to be transferring to fucking USC, you know? Seems like Lincoln's dropping another dime bag for another big yeah. wideout for Caleb Williams. Like it's 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 wild out there, yeah. um, <laughs> and it kind of like kind of just hurts like the 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 purity of the sport because that was the cool thing about college versus like pros. Like your player could be bounced. Like you know, of course, people 
form attachments to one player or another, and they would bounce around in the pros. But you know, college, it's like these are my this is my team. This is you know, everyone's here for my team. We're all together. You know, we're all in this rah rah rah, uh, which is cool though. You know, it builds up that 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 real bond, uh, and of course, just frustrates fans now. But you know, kind of related. Tech just announced the well, not tech, but J Bat and all of them announced like that new Tech Way NIL. What do you think about that? Um, I'm not even sure exactly what it is. I've heard about it. I've heard Tech Way. Isn't that like where they're matching donors? Like Georgia Tech is matching donors and giving it to the athletes. Is that what that is? Right? They're taking. I think Georgia Tech, the schools actually, yeah, kind of doing that. They, I know they asked us to do a little bit of that. Uh, they would match like your your contribution, and then Techway, I think, is they're establishing some NIL like funds for certain athletes, and they're trying to make it as wide as possible. So they're building it up, and I think they're doing it a similar way. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chase. You may know a little bit more than me. Yeah, I mean, I just understand that basically for the first time ever, the Georgia Tech Foundation is like matching donations, which basically means the school is contributing to the athletics, which like has never been done before which needs to be done like, what they're doing with that money i don't know but it's going to the athletic program so that's that's positive yeah oh so, yeah you know i love everybody who i, I have the privilege of playing with and i think they should get paid you know like like they earned it especially you know with how hard georgia tech is in every aspect they've earned that money you know but for sure yeah i remember I don't know. You know, I'm getting I'm getting low key pissed off thinking about this. <laughs> Do y'all know Invest QQQ like that? Yeah, company? yo, that commercial yeah. with Tech. Yeah. Oh, he's he's getting serious. <laughs> I I when they came, they were dressing up in Georgia Tech. They could have just paid us, but no, those cheap bastards would rather just pay the school and not you know pay us to be actors. Like, oh yeah, they brought in actors. Like you can tell those folks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like sixty-five-year-old dudes dressing up in tech gear, like, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think they can. I think tech, they really wanted to could make it, like, for. I, I think that might be what this tech way stuff is 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 kind of making it where they have to use the people that they're trying. Like they have to use the players instead of just the brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that said, this is a blurb for our listeners. We have merchandise. Listen or look forward to our uh, Drinking with the Jackets merch. A certain percentage will be going to the Tech Way. Uh, we'll see you have an announcement in the next few days. Uh, back to the, the NIL talk. I, will wanna, I do want to tell you, Nick, I want to get your reaction on this. The one time I tried to get an NIL deal with Billy Ward and his family. <laughs> oh, I would love to get it. I've been dying to get it. Another So we're going to do some Edgar County because I was about to make an announcement too. What, what a guy. Yeah, right. I'm just trying to, trying to do my part. <laughs> He's a good citizen. All right. So <laughs> we're at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, UNC, Georgia Tech, in the Benz. It's a, it's a big day. Huge day, another time that I don't have my wife with me, which is fantastic, which means I can black out while, while, while we're in the stands. So, unfortunately, Chase couldn't go to the game. I don't know. What were you 
doing? I don't know what the hell you're doing. No, I was at the game. You at the game? I was, I was driving your ass. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, you did. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I did black out. Okay. Anyway, um, dude, we're, checks out. Checks out. Yeah, story. Big facts. Okay, so we tailgate at the Home Depot all day. We're we're going, you know, going high top twenty five UNC number one. I I like beating Mac Brown. I don't know why. He's kind of just a pompous old ass. And then two, you know, I hate UNC as Chase Chase likes to say, wine and cheese assholes. The bunch they think they're the Harvard Harvard of the uh, Harvard of the South or something. They're not. <laughs> so we we're we're rowdy. We're drunk. We're we're you know this is a big game, and I, I'm walking with Dylan and his wife, our other buddies, and we I almost start a fight already before we even get into our seats. I'm like, yeah, we just won the ACC championship basketball. You like that? You know, yelling at random people. They're like, Josh, you gotta settle down. <laughs> I'm like, no, I won't settle down for nothing. And so we get into our stands, our seats, and these poor folks next to us, it's family. No idea who they are. And uh, Euclid Cummings is like guy from my high school, played at Tech DN. He sits behind us. And I distinctly remember trying to talk to him going, Euclid, I'm not speaking English at this point. This is not good. Like, <laughs> I'm hammered. And I and we're beating the shit out of him, you know. I think uh, Jordan started the game, right? And then um, Jeff came in. I think he was beat up a little bit and we start he starts doing like a bunch of reads and, and he was running the ball well and throwing the ball well and we just beat the shit out of him but halfway i've i've already made friends with this family next to me and it happens to be billy ward's family and his dad but i'm like sloppy sloppy drunk and last like one of the last things i remember is his uncle opened up a can of dip and i'm just like grabbing a pouch and like throwing it in my mouth and i'm like <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> and they're, they're amped because i'm just hyped for him like yeah Billy's on the team. You know, we're using the tight end for the first time. Like, this is going to be great. Like, he's going to have such a great time. And, like, just talking out of my ass. And I wake up the next day. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I was drunk. Like, I, so I said, like this apology. Like, I got, like, one of their phone numbers even in my phone. <laughs> I think I had his uncle's phone number. Like, it was weird. Like, like, weird random bond. And I, like, text him. Like, Yo, I'm so sorry. I was hammered last night. I'm like, I'll make it up to you. I got some sneaks. What's Billy's size? <laughs> and, like, he thought I was joking. He's like, yeah, it's like a 13 or something. And so, like, next home game, like, they they tailgated Peters, too, and I, like, ran into him. Like, oh, no shit. You know, in the back of my truck, I got him. And I pull him out and give him to his family. And then, like, a week later, his mom, like, sends this, like, giant, when I say giant, like, text, like, two paragraphs long about Oh, Billy can't accept these for compliance issues and all this stuff. We're gonna donate to the church, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I don't really care. I'm just sorry, like I like spilt beer like on your dad, you know, <laughs> at the UNC game. <laughs> that was the one time we tried having an IL deal, and it did not work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's gotta be that's gotta be the most awkward thing ever. Sorry, I got shit faced and. Harass you for yeah. The game. <laughs> they were having is, a great time with us. Yeah, like they, they were they were right there with us. I think they were they were and like I think every game we see them like his dad's cool as hell and I'm like you know talking him up or you know like yeah yeah team's looking good you know and and you hope hope Billy get some good snaps and stuff like he's they're nice family so yeah he would be that really, drunk guy in the stands Nick instead of on the field yeah no. I actually um actually went to went and sat in the stands for 
one of the tech games this year. Weird. Yo, weird yeah. Weird Weird environment with like I went and sat um I'm not I'm not technically affiliated with this frat because they got suspended during my rush. But um I went and sat with all my all my buddies down there and uh weird crowd, man. Like definitely not what I was used to coming from an SEC school. I there's, I will there's say some weird this. people at Tech, that's for sure. There's some, there's some weird people. I, I honestly you gotta give it to the students. Like the last few years, like especially this year, they stuck through. Like like the student section yeah. was packed out in the north. Like tech fan and I know there was some F U Jeffy chance at uh after one of the games, which is not great look, but uh you gotta give it to the students. They stuck it through and it, it was I know you went to Mississippi State, but like when me and Chase went to school, so I was 09, Chase came in at 10. Like the, the stadium was packed, like especially the student section. We were rowdy and stuff. It just, we got to, we're on the right track. We just got to build the students back up. And, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's some definite weirdos. I think, um, I think, uh, moving the jacket walk to walk down sorority row is the smartest thing. Yep. In the- Anyone's done in the last probably seven years of that. It's the smartest yeah, I, thing. I, I'll give him, I'll give Coach Collins that for sure. That's a good idea. Yep, hundred percent. Let's take Ooh. it. No, that's key. Key is key is walking down Sorority Row. Collins would take you to the top of Freshman Hill, make us walk down it. Oh, that's dumb. He was. Like, Let's oh, take it to Sorority Row. You know Row. what? That I didn't even so think about that, but you're totally right because. They that's stopped it during always, the pandemic. Now that I think about it, yeah, Didn't that's how do- it was always done. It would come down the sorority row, and then it got changed. And and then yeah, wow, it went back. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Wow. I mean, how else do you expect to fire up the damn yellow jackets? We We I don't think we harassed them necessarily. We got a smirk out of them the last few times. I. uh our buddy got one of those hoodies before they got like really famous. Whatever, we're oh, the, the the yeah. Yeah. yeah, what the? Yeah. Hey, kick Hell some ass, bro. <laughs> Man, I, I love that guy so much. He's he. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Just mark my words. That's the future of Georgia Tech. No I don't care what happens. Leave Key where he is. Let him do his thing. We're gonna be back in prime time shit soon. Dude, that's, probably, what I, that's what I want to hear, man. Dude, you know I, what? He's probably listening to the pod since he follows the uh, the pod, and he gave us a like after I tagged him in my wedding invite to him from way back when, and he did respond. So we're all in yeah. for Coach Key. Dude, yeah, I'm, 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 I was ready to run in. through a damn brick wall when his uh, opening press conference with Jay Batman. He was he was talking about beating the dogs. I was like, oh my god, he's serious. Yeah, he's um, like I've had a lot of great coaches over my time throughout, you know, sports, high school, middle school, and like I think I think he is probably my favorite coach that I've ever had, best coach I've ever had, hands down. Like he's the guy, he's the man for sure. Damn, that's awesome. You know, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's what we want to hear. I mean, ultimately. You were you were in there. You were you were grinding, and you have that opinion about him. So that's that's what we want to hear. So, yeah, um, so switching gears a little bit, we want to hear 
the funniest story from either a game or practice that you feel comfortable sharing with us, with the world? Okay. So I've got, I've got actually, I have a, I have a link. I have a link saved that I'm going to drop in the chat here. Oh, oh my gosh. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I came prepared. Um, let me get back to it. I want, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this, but this was my, uh, this was my, oh, no, that's paste. What is happening? Are you trying to send us a Pornhub link or uh, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, shit, send some sound. Nick's had another one. Ah, okay, there it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah, YouTube. That is my favorite. That is the funniest thing that has ever happened to me in college sports is this video right here. I'm on the sideline. You can see me, number 74. It's this penalty on my back. I'm right in front of it. When oh, Garrett, shit. I do remember this. When Garrett Schrader lifted 10 feet off the air and became a human helicopter, that was the greatest oh. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I shit. I do remember seeing this. Holy I hell. I have never. Okay, it, so there's two things that happened in this game. So Garrett Schrader decided that the ground wasn't fit for him, and he decided to become a helicopter. This is the best thing ever, right? <laughs> Going for the first down. That is the blood, sweat, and tears that you need in a quarterback, right? Dedicated for that damn first down, right? <laughs> He's playing for Uncle Joe. That, that, was, that was balls. I remember he had a grizzly beard, didn't he, too? Oh, yeah. There was a Twitter account called Garrett Schrader's Beard. And it was the it was the best thing ever. And then when he shaved it, I remember I was the one who leaked it because I, I took a picture of him and I tweeted it at Garrett Schrader at Garrett Schrader's beard. <laughs> I was like, I I took a tombstone that said R.I.P. and I cropped his face on it and sent it on Twitter. That's awesome. If you take it my Twitter, you can find it. But uh, that was probably the funniest thing that I've ever seen happen in a game, like. We probably talked about that in the locker room for the next year, maybe. <laughs> like, um, is unbelievable. And then, so what people don't remember about that game is the greatest offensive lineman tackle to ever happen in the history of football. Okay, Stuart Reese, Jr. Okay, he plays for Florida now. He's about six eight, and he was about four hundred pounds when I met him. Holy I have a video of him eating a McDouble in one bite. It's incredible. This dude was Whoa. insane. No yeah, way. He played guard. He played guard, and he he was he's one of my good buddies. Like I love him to death. I talk to him every now and then, but great McDouble guy. Double in one bite. Wow. I have a video of it. He literally just like unhinges his jaw like an anaconda and just shoves his bastard in there and eats. It. Holy it's incredible. Shit. It's incredible. I, if I were to dig through my Google Photos, it's in there, but um. So we throw a pick, right? And is Stu, you know, big Stu. You don't, you don't, you don't look at him and get the the thought of athlete. But this dude was a freak among freaks, like lightning fast when he wanted to be, right? We throw this pick, and Stu's coming. And I've never seen someone so big move so fast and fucking killed. It's like 5'8 DB. Hell yeah. Fumble. And like, I've never lost my mind more. Because that that was um, that was like the one game where 
you know, I was I was the second stringer, but I knew I wasn't going to play. And mm-hmm. we did this thing called Juice Crew, where you just like dance on the sideline essentially and just like scream and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I said the word stew in a chant for seven minutes straight throughout like an entire drive and then another drive. Just stew, 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 stew. <laughs> but just watching, it's like you you watch it, you can look up, like if you look up K-State, Mississippi State highlights from 20, I think 2019, it's like six minutes in and you can watch it and you just see his body like absorb this other guy's body and just spit it out. Ball comes out. It's the greatest thing ever. Like, oh my gosh. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. That or um, that or uh, we had some guys. You know, my second year there. Uh, it's one dude named Brandon Cunningham and uh, my my old roommate Cole Smith. But Cole played. But uh, when you go to away games, like we, I remember this distinctly at Kentucky. But mm. when you go to away games, they have their staffs ball boys on your sideline. You know, we're the Bulldogs, right? Yeah, yeah. What what do dogs do? Oh, they both. Yeah. So, like, Brandon and me and Cole and a couple other people would follow around the ball boy and just go, (laughs) like, (laughs) in his ear for as long as we could. And that was so (laughs) – so freaking funny every time and it's like we we get like formal complaints like i i have an ncaa letter somewhere somewhere in my stuff that i know shit where it was like it was like we're gonna need you to stop barking at a way really ncaa yeah i i plan on framing that and putting it in my future office somewhere hell yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, that's probably it's probably some of the most like funny moments that I can think of throughout playing. Dude, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so kind of related to that. What is your best or at least most memorable stadium experience, you know, away or home? Uh and then what's the worst at the same time? Like what's what's the place that you thought, man, this place is a complete dump? Probably Bandy or something. State or Georgia Tech. Yeah, both, both. Um, well, I definitely know the one that I hated the most. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm sorry if either of y'all are from this place. I don't think you are, but Probably and if not. anyone listening is from this state, I'm. I'm not sorry, actually. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas sucked. Smelled t- like I remember getting off the plane, like it smells like shit. <laughs> like this, this state sucks, and the the our. <laughs> The visitor locker room was just like metal fold-out chairs that have got to be like forty years old, and like hooks that have been like thumb tacked in the wall. The biggest piece of shit ever. And it was like they they sucked that year. It was like is the year before the year or two years before? Um, oh, Chad uh, Morris. Uh, it was the offensive lineman coach at Georgia who went there. Oh, Sam it's uh, uh, play hit that jukebox. What's his face? Sam uh, Sam Pittman's the coach now. Yeah, he just said, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Pittman is like a year or two years before Sam Pittman went there, so they they just were terrible. They had like two wins on the whole season. I got to play. They were so bad. That's how bad they were. 
And uh, I just remember, like, the stadium smells like shit. The grass smells like shit. This place sucks. There's seven fans in the entire place. Why are we here? Why are we even playing? Like, they should have just forfeited. Like, Oh, damn. It was the, the biggest dump. And I was like, thank God we're leaving today. I do not want to stay at the day. I didn't expect and, uh, Arkansas. I mean, I yeah, not that I thought Arkansas. it was like a, a palace, but like that's hilarious. I would have, I would have thought an ACC school would have made that list. I was uh, thinking Vandy, no. dude. <laughs> I uh, actually, I've actually never played at Vandy, but um, I practiced at Vandy when we were in the Music City Bowl when I was a freshman. Yeah, and that brings me to my favorite place was the Titan Stadium, Nashville. Awesome. So 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 cool, uh, yeah. Packed house, like every, like like the entire place was filled up. Yeah, uh, we, we lost to Louisville, unfortunately, but such a cool game, such a cool environment. We got to stay at the um, the the Gaylord Hotel, yeah. which is like the biggest hotel, super in, nice in the South. Yes, they have a they have a river in the hotel. That's how yeah. nice of a hotel. Is. Uh. And we got to stay there, and it was really cool. That was probably my favorite place. That or LSU, but just because we beat them. And I've never been – I don't know if hate speech is the right word, but that's what I felt when we were doing the get the gat dance on the 50-yard line after we won. And just yeah, like it's, I've, it's... Never been, I've never been cussed out worse in my life than that. As soon yeah. as you said that you beat them earlier in the podcast, I was like, "Yeah, if that's not the best experience you've had, then I don't know what would be." Like, dude, Death Valley is frightening. Death as Valley would be amazing. It would it would be number one. It's number two for me out of the three that I have, but it's it's number two because it was COVID year and it wasn't packed out. That it's makes the only sense. reason crap that it's not number one. Yeah, yeah. I I have to argue with you on the Music City Bowl because we played in the Music City Bowl one year. I was in school. And that was the coldest fucking day of my life. <laughs> I put my extra socks on my hands and I'm wearing a hunting jacket and all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure my dick was stuck to the seat. It was so cold. Like it was awful. <laughs> and then Scott Zadig, our executive producer, left his leftover fried chicken in my car for like oh. two days after. And my my little scooter smelled like chicken shit for like two days it was a terrible experience but me national school shit though that's tough yeah yeah we um <laughs> oh also i got another i got another pretty good story about this so um back to big stew right you know 400 pound six foot eight fucking big stew and that it so when you go to like a bowl game, I sure you remember they do like the events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did they do the the Nashville hot chicken eating contest? Yes. From uh, did y'all do like they do they have like a whole variety or do they just do like uh, what's that called Hattie B's and then? Yeah, it was Hattie B's. Yeah. Uh, it was literally like it was teams of like four, and uh, and it was like we had our four and they had their four. It might have been five. And uh, there was they were on like a stage in this like bar, and it's my, my two my, some of my two best friends there, Stu and Stan, Matt Stanecker, uh, they're up there, and 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 they're both offensive linemen, and they're they're crushing 
these hot ass hot ass wings, hot tenders or whatever. And I, I don't think nothing about it, but you know, the next morning we got eight a.m. meetings, and and Stanek is is to the left, and then Stu is to my right, and it's like I got caught in a fucking chamber. <laughs> Of the worst smelling farts of my life, <laughs> like, like it was, it was like a, a, a symphony of shit in every in every direction. To me, you're getting and pepper like, spray just sitting there. Yeah, I was amazed every like five minutes to see suffering, absolutely suffering, and it was like. And it was like Stu kept getting up, going to the bathroom. And by like the fourth or fifth time, Marcus Johnson was the offensive line coach. I think he's still with Missouri now. Yeah. Uh, just started dying laughing. And like, he's like, how many times that big bastard got <laughs> We're losing our shit in there. Oh, uh, that, that was some of the most fun I've ever had in college, for sure. It was that trip. Holy hell. Well, it sucked on Christmas, but totally worth it. Spending spending Christmas in a bar in Nashville is one of like I think one of the most interesting things I've ever done in my entire life. So real weird, real weird drifters in there. I was gonna say, I can't imagine someone. I don't want to be a bar at a bar on Christmas unless you have yeah, to. No, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's else. a good experience though. Like if you're with like all your favorite like people, you know, like. You're going through this weird experience together. It could be fun. Like, yeah, exactly. it's not something I would really want to do normally, but it's fun to talk about. Like, you did it one time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, never again. But to do it once was interest was interesting enough that you know you can talk about it and you can like, hey, I did this. It's very weird, but I did it. Not a lot of people have that experience on the day. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Golly, I'm just thinking about that poop the next day. God, that had to burn. Oh, yeah, they were dying. Oh, that, that reminds us of when we were in college. We had the we had a Texas Pete shot off. Oh, yeah, our fraternity. We did a oh. pledge ship. You had all the pledges were under it. And then the champion from the year before had to do it with the pledges. And I think the, the record was like 60 Texas Pete shots. 60? But, 60. But if you didn't, if you didn't vomit, the next day, your asshole would be bleeding. Like it was not good. Like it was not good. <laughs> what? Uh, what frat? What frat? We were all Theta Chi's back in the day. So me Theta and Chase. Chi. Yeah. Yeah. The, Hopefully that's not where you got blackballed at Rush. Yeah. <laughs> Dumpster uh, dude. Um, yeah, I was at a, a Pi Kappa Phi. Oh, okay. A, yeah, down there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then they got kicked off. Not kick up campus, but suspended in the middle of my pledge shoot. So, if it makes you feel better, when I was rush chair, we were suspended for like half a day, so it was good. Yeah, Dean Stein sucks. Yeah, for a full year. Yeah, uh, no, eh, don't worry about it. At least not kicked off campus. That's true. You could be a Lambda Chi doing coke. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, Chase Chase pointing the beer. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Well, I mean, got one more big question, I guess. Nick, you've already touched on it a lot, man, and, and you know, we really appreciate it. But you seem to think, and, and you know, this crew seems to think the key keys 
he's got the keys to the car and we're in pretty decent shape. What are your predictions for 2023? We'll do two teams since you know you got dual dual loyalty. We'll do Mississippi State. I'm always looking for an SEC team to root for. Besides, we got a bunch of Auburn fans that listen to this. Um, so what do you think for Mississippi State and what do you think for Georgia Tech in 2023? I think I think Mississippi State can go one of two ways. One of two ways. It's it's the vengeance tour, right? It is the it is the vengeance tour where they are going to wreak hell on everyone they play. Even if they lose some big games, I think they're going to be a challenge for everyone. And I don't see this happening, and I don't predict this happening. But I, but you know, it could be where people start leaving, and it leaves a big hole in that team. Yeah, which can happen to anyone at any time, but especially with their culture that they have surrounding Leach and Leach not being there anymore, you know, RIP. But um, I do see it being a good, a good, good, hard, like hard-nosed football team coming mm-hmm. soon. I really want to know who they're going to hire as their offensive coordinator. If they're going to keep the air raid offense or they're going to kind of go into something similar. Or, That's I a- don't see them going triple option or – Pro style, but I could see them going like a spread team or something, that's, something maybe not so air raid. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I wonder who they would do. I mean, it's such a it was. I mean, him dying or him passing, obviously not good timing or you know anything like that. But like it's like a weird time during the year where you know a lot of guys already just made moves, you know, coach wise. So you're kind of like trying to finish out the bowl game and then, you know, after national signing day, then bring somebody in. So that's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. Well, they, they promoted internally, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good move, you know, I mean, continuity, you, you give this guy, whoever he is a cheap deal and similar to what we're doing with Brent key. Um, but a little, little different because we've, we've had a full year to kind of vet out coach key. This was more of a, Oh shit! What do we do? Yeah, uh, Mississippi State, but so I, th- I think they they're kind of they're kind of covering themselves. I think by promoting with within and giving the guy a chance, and you know, I, ho- I hope the guy does well. I, yeah, I, yeah, for the boys. He said, "Yeah, no, I'm I, down to pull from Mississippi State all day." Yeah, me too, man. I you know, I uh, I love I love the people they got there. I love um, I really like the coaches that they've promoted, like um, Matt Brock was the linebackers and special teams coach. He just got promoted to D.C. That dude's a great guy. You know, the the new head coach is a great guy. Um, I think – I don't think they'll internally promote an offensive coordinator, but they might. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think especially the guys that I know, I think they're, it's going to be going to be one hard-nosed football team for sure. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Also, and, and, random, random question. Dude, how will Stark yeah, Vegas, by the way? Barstool, no oh god, dude. Oh god. Barstool shit on Starkville, and I felt bad. Caleb Presley. Barstool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit. we're trying to get picked up. No, I'm sponsored by him, and I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I want a man's company under the bus. Oh, Dave yeah. Portnoy, don't <laughs> listen to this, man. Listen, they didn't know shit what to do because you got to be a local to know what. Yeah, right. 
PMT and they don't know shit. They didn't find they, they should ask me is what they should have asked. I took them and I showed them a great time. But dude, Presley, what are you doing, Caleb? Yeah, <laughs> dude. You know who I am. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fucking Nick Bentley. <laughs> yeah. Start Vegas is is you either party or you do nothing. Because there's nothing else to do. You want to go bowling, drive 40 minutes to Columbus. That's the closest bowling alley. You want to go to the movies? There's a really shit movie theater there. I wouldn't go to it. You know, you might get stabbed. But if you want to go party, the Cotton District, that's the place to be. Like, It can be really, really fun, especially if you know the right people who throw house parties and do that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's not it's not like Athens – where Athens, you know, people are getting arrested and dying of fentanyl overdoses and shit. It's not like that at all. It's it's just country. It's it's every place is a honky tonk, fun southern country bars. It's I I I've hey, actually yeah those, those yeah, are our kind of places yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah if you go just don't go to mugshots. Mugshots is the place you avoid because it's the only bar that's open till 3 a.m. At least when I was there. And that place gets you can it's like a you can smoke inside kind of like dive place. Oh, gosh. Pretty, pretty hairy. It's it's in a neighborhood. It's in, a like, neighborhood. It's in the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have I have a couple of good friends who live in that neighborhood and they love that place. But that's like the one place I recommend you don't go visit. But I go to Hobie's. Moe's, Classroom, Ben, yeah. 612, all those places are great. What do you – But uh, what's, what's your favorite bar in Atlanta then right now? Oh, dude. my Okay. My favorite place, if you want to sponsor me, Cypress. Cypress is my <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. dude. We're Cypress boys, Cypress. dude. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll add them, dude. We'll put the pressure on, dude. Yes. We're here for – it's to the point where I go there so much. I'm like, you're new. You're a new bartender. I've never seen you here before. You get that like, $3 oh, house, dude? Yeah, $3 house IPA only. You know, and the Buffalo and then, chicken and also, sandwich, dude. Yes. Dude, are you crazy? No, you get the chicken parm sandwich. It's the greatest thing that God's gifted the earth in the last hundred years. It's the chicken parm sandwich. I promise Man. you. Next time I go, I'll try it. But I've been a I've been a Buffalo Chicken loyalist for years. Dude, for years. They used yeah. to have what was that other the pickleback burger? They used to have a pickleback burger. That's oh, the, yeah, that's still there. Yeah, shout out Cade Kuzaratis. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Chicken Palm Supremacist. That's, chicken that's Palm Supremacist. Yes, Dude, that, I, Nick. Cool. You don't know this. You just won over a bunch of fans today just by shouting out yeah. Cypress. Yeah, that's me and Cade literally have a saying where it's give me chicken parm or give me death. Say it all the time. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes I, me feel good. Makes me feel warm inside. I can, tell you, I can also give you something that I dislike. Bring it. I cannot stand Randy. Veranda? Oh, we're too old. Stand. Don't know. Don't know. You don't know? It's I don't even like, know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, dude! If you want to go underage drink with some sixteen-year-olds, Veranda, it's the place for you. <laughs> I feel good that I don't know where this. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, been to MJQ when I was in grad school. That's about it. It's the best view. 
That's yeah. legit, man. All right. So now the tech predictions, 2023. Tech predictions. I think from from I've, I've talked to some of my guys on the team, you know, and and I'm a big advocate for you know your team. Your team is your uh, strength and conditioning coach. Mm. You know, I think you got to bring a psycho in there, and I think they got a psycho in there right now. And you know, you look at you, know, you look at Mississippi State, and we went from um, Corey Br- uh, Brashear to uh, Tyson Brown. Tyson Brown's a maniac. I love him to death. And they're going from Lewis Kerala. Love the guy. I think he's one of the best people in the world. Super inspirational. Love the guy. Yeah. But I think they brought in some dude who's got that, you know, couple screws loose, got that edge to him from what they from what I've yes. heard. That sounds like a Mike Bewley to me, baby. Yeah. I'm expecting a, you know, put your hand in the dirt, you know, try and kill some people team. Like get to work. Face get after it team and i'm 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 super excited to see it you know i think we're gonna we're gonna ball out and i think especially because i don't think teams in the acc like i don't think the the skill gap is there like you know there's a skill gap between alabama and vanderbilt but yeah. i don't think the skill gap in the acc is is that big at all you know clemson you, is clearly is is number one for sure because they get the best recruits and all that but i think if you put together a hard nose run it down your throat football team which georgia tech's about to be i think they're going to do well especially with the staff they're bringing in i've got so much faith in those guys yeah hot hot take dude back in the day i mean clemson used to do the same shit they'd out recruit everybody except for four state maybe but if you could punch them in the face sometimes those teams don't react well and you get them like that's punch him in the mouth. I mean, hate to say it. I know we all watched the debacle yesterday. I, I had several rounds of Rumpelman shots at Memphis Sports Pub watching that. I bullshit. couldn't even watch that. I couldn't Dude, even watch the game. TCU got punched in the face and they didn't know, had no idea what the hell to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were, they were nervous from the first snap of the game. I, I, before that, did you watch the coin flip? Yeah. Yeah. You see that bastard shaking? Yeah, dude. About peed himself yeah, on the dude. damn half, half field. Yeah. I knew that game was over before it even started. Like I watched I watched the first four drives and I was like, I'm turning this shit off. I can't watch I can't watch I can't watch announcers suck off verbally Georgia for- <laughs> I know, dude. dude. I felt uh, the same. I, Pollock I turned- was going off, dude. I'm like, oh, oh Pollock. Don't even- I hate Pollock. I turned it off. It was thirty one to seven and I thought that was gonna be the half halftime score. And then they scored again. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is just. That's when I had my second round of Rubbleman shots. Ugh. I don't blame you. It was I, bad. I was just I was sitting at home, you know, feeling sorry for myself watching them, watching them win. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I felt worse. During the national championship, I knew it was going to happen. I mean, I knew they were going to win. I didn't know they were going to win by that much. Yeah. But I think my moment of sadness was when the ball dropped on New Year's Eve. And oh, it went wide. Yeah, they, it went wide. They went wide left, and uh, as the ball dropped, I'm like, "Well, that was the only chance that anybody was going to beat Georgia." So yeah, yeah. No. I mean, kudos to the boys. Just saying, down top two quarterbacks, 
Zach Gibson, you know, we, we, I'm not gonna lie. Beginning of the year around the Virginia game, we, we had some choice words for Zach, but dude showed balls. Guys got balls. We're in, we're on the Zach train. Zach's, Zach's a baller. You got Zach and then uh, Tyson, you know, we're down top two uh, quarterbacks. We're, we're beat up. Dude, we that team was beating Georgia up until halftime. Just saying, just just saying, like we look. That's part of the hope you're talking about too. Like, dude, we got the we got the we got the the guys in the the the, the stable. We can we can run. Yeah, there's there's flashes of it. There's there's flashes in every game since Key's been the coach. Yep. There's flashes of national championship talent like there we are so close in so many things we are so close i think he's the guy who's going to put it together and really show out for sure yeah well nick to our listeners thank you so much for joining uh to me and chase this, this is a whole lot of fun i hope you had a lot of fun crushing some beers talking football um yeah we're gonna shout out Cyprus, so maybe we can pull some uh yes. some sponsorship for you and Cade, Absolutely. you know, last last semester, you know, at least some free Sammies. And uh um that's it for us. Uh thanks, thanks drinking with the Jackets fam. Love y'all to death. Uh as the boys would say, another one.